Hello everybody and welcome back to a little bit of everything. As always, I am your host, Alan Moto. Today's special because today we have my best friend of all time, Nick Walker from... Well, plug your stuff, buddy. Hey guys, uh, my name is Nick Walker and I have a podcast called The Rocky Mountain Podcast. And I also have another one that's called The Walker Show. Alan, thank you so much for letting me have, for letting me be here on your podcast. I really appreciate it. We're gonna roll through that. I really that. cannot speak today. <laughs> it has been one of those days where you just can't speak. Yep. It's all right. <clears throat> the bloopers on your podcast as well. Yeah. It happened. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate oh, it. Oh, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on to mine, man. I'm yeah, man. It's been a while. I'm excited. Honored to have you as the first guest of my podcast. I feel very, very, very appreciated. Thank you. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. My podcast is all over the place. Hence the name. A little bit. Hey, I like it. Everything, though. It's right? Unique, man. Yeah. It's a. It's. I mean, I've had like maybe four people watch it or listen. I guess there's not much to watch. Yeah. But I've had like four people listen to it, and they seem to enjoy it. That's good. So I've listened to it multiple times. I like it. Oh, I love your, your podcast. Your ADHD is definitely. It def. It yeah it's yeah. There. It's, it hey, it's is okay. We all got it. A little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what so, do you want to talk about, my buddy? We had care. a great discussion earlier on yours. Oh, yeah. What about? A little bit of everything. <laughs> we really did. Yeah. We, we covered the new Top Gun movie coming up. Really excited. Oh, uh, so excited. I am really, really excited. We're going to go see that the 26th. 28th, that's, that's right. Saturday. It drops on the 27th, and we're going to go see it on that Saturday. Yeah. So that's going to be... Two weeks from now. Awesome. Yeah, I am excited. It's... Uh, the, trailer looks, the trailer looks really well, uh, really good, and as always, Tom, Tom Cruise, not Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise brings a game to every movie, and I'm really excited. He puts this is 30 years after the original release. Yeah. Something that we kind of touched on but I don't know if it actually got said on yours was how from what you know and from what you've told me it seems like they're kind of at the beginning of Top Gun again a little bit with Maverick and his character with him so I, I wouldn't say from the trailer it's 30 years later Pete Maverick it has moved a couple of ranks up to be captain where he can teach a class of the next Top Gun generation. Okay. So Val Kilmer's character, I'm, I don't know if this is correct, I'm what? just guessing, says, hey, I know someone that can teach these young kids. I worked with him. Here he is. Some people like him. Some people don't. He's training these new aviators, and okay. next thing you know, they're on a mission classified. They're on a classified mission. That is top secret that they are not ready for. and I haven't heard much dialogue because most of the marketing material that I've heard from that this film is on the official TikTok. Okay. <laughs> I've watched the YouTube trailer. See, There's I, different I, ones. I, I think I saw He a says little, good morning aviators in one of them. And yep. I saw a little bit of a YouTube trailer but i definitely skipped it partially lady gaga released her song from the film it's um 
Like it was, it's like uh, I, hold I, my hand. Something like I've that. I listened to that song. I I, I saw. It is such I saw a, good a quote song. from Tom Cruise saying that he that that was really important to him. Yes, to the score that song definitely was. Yeah, score. in the which premiere, is, which as it should be, as it should be, the score in the in Top Gun was phenomenal. Yeah. Danger I mean, Zone, the anthem to Top Gun. Absolutely. The soundtrack the was amazing. When, when the, dies. I mean, the soundtrack was really amazing, and they used some of the soundtrack in the movie. I'm talking about like the score, the underscore of scenes and stuff. Oh, that was okay. phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know who composed it, but whoever they did, did amazing. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm really excited to see that, and... 2022 is the year for movies, I think. There's been a lot of movies re- released lately, you know, from comedy to it, action, and we're just getting started. It kind of feels like 2022, the world's kind of come to, yes, COVID's still a thing, but we're not going to let it impact us definitely as yeah. much anymore well because people are getting their vaccines and such and i don't think i've heard that word covid since oh it's been march it's been a while it's been a while so it sounds like maybe not move on but probably adjust yeah adjust a bit to it which is phenomenal yeah. because as someone as as two people honestly who love movies mm-hmm there, there was. I've been waiting for Top Gun since the uh, Top Gun kept getting released back. It was supposed to come out in November. It was supposed to come out in June last year. It was supposed to come out in May of last year. They just kept getting pushed back because of COVID. But now we have an actual date. It's verified the twenty seventh. I'm ready for it. Pretty much. I've been one, waiting. It, it, it's 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 guaranteed to come out on the twenty seventh. Yes. Like once you get to the part where you're getting to the premiere, you're guaranteed yeah. it. So the the. Nothing short of global, I mean, nothing short of really a global shutdown. Right. Again. Right. Yeah, Mark definitely. Wood, Wood, yeah. Uh, could just stop this from coming out. Um, but, I mean, I, I watched a little bit of one trailer, and it sounded kind of like we're kind of where we were more towards the middle of Top Gun, where, you know, there are, he, he's at Top Gun, some people want him there, some people don't, he's more controversial. Interesting. Because yeah, we don't, know. so, when I first saw the trailer, especially where he was putting the Navy SEAL into the casket, I thought in my mind, before I knew, before I realized I dissected the trailer more, I thought we were still on Goose, where he bu- dies. We never got to see really a funeral. We just saw his ashes scattered into the sea, into the first Top Gun. So I thought we were going to go back and then go from Goose's death to now. Yeah, yeah, you were, now, you were telling me about that, and I was so confused. Because I remember it, you, t- you came to me, and you're like, dude, Goose is going to be in the second one. And I'm like, he's dead. <laughs> right, now that we know that, and, you know, his Miles Teller is going to play the son, which is a huge role, and... Well, it's a great actor. For and a role. great actor, yeah. Miles Teller's been a lot This cast stuff. is stacked. Yeah. Yeah. We got John Hamm, Val Kilmer, Tom Cruise. One thing that I am actually really kind of scared about with this one, I am a little scared that what happened with this 
with um, the Disney sequel trilogy for Star Wars is going to happen with this. Which, I mean, because the, the sequel trilogy has amazing actors. We've mm-hmm. got John Boyega, um, blanking on names, Daisy Ridley, Oscar Isaac, uh, the guy who plays Kylo Ren. Okay. Forget his name. Something Adams? Adam Some, something? I, I think it's like Adam something. I forget his name. Driver? Adam Driver. There it is. Wow, Adam look Boy. at that. <laughs> Adam Boy. Adam, Adam Driver. These are just phenomenal actors. Really good. Uh-huh. Good actors. And people that we know can act. I mean, Daisy Ridley, honestly, I haven't seen her in much other than Star Wars. But, I mean, she... Is she the one that plays... Ray. The, she's gorgeous. She's she absolutely stunning. Mary Sue of a character. Yeah, she's uh, smoking hot. Yeah, horrible character. Uh, horrible character. Amazing woman, but just a horrible character. The way they wrote her? Yeah, the way yeah. she was written it is not. It's kind of like well. a black. She's a absolutely. She yeah. is better at everything because. And that's not how characters work. Yeah. <laughs> I shared a TikTok with you for the new Obi-Wan Kenobi yep. trailer. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember the actor's name, but... Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor. Yes. Let's talk about a little bit more about that because I know I kind of <laughs> veered off that from my podcast. No, no, that's okay. Um... So, what, we don't know... First of all, sorry, before I, I don't interrupt you. You're all right, go. We got two classics that we know from the very first Star Wars. They aren't... Okay, It's two characters. Characters that we, we met. know before we, this happened. We, we know these characters incredibly well. Exactly. Yes. Just to um, back, I think, is awesome. Absolutely. And I've wanted to see him on screen again. Absolutely. Later, so this is our opportunity. And yeah. Um, Something that is... That I don't think was like planned at all, but it's actually really cool. You uh-huh. McGregor is actually starting to look quite a bit like Alec Guinness. Who's Alec Guinness? The guy who played him in Episode Four in the first Star Wars movie, the older Obi Wan. The one with the long hair? No, the one with the gray hair. I don't remember. I'm not gonna lie. I haven't seen Star okay. Wars. That's since okay. So Alec like Guinness eight. played Obi Wan in nineteen. 19- 1977. Okay. It's 77 or 78. Eight. It might. It might be 87. I don't. Know. Okay. But back in the 1900s, when this God, that sounds so horrible. Wow. It's only 2000. 22, but still. But back when it first came out. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Back when it first came out, he was played by Sir Alan Gates. Gotcha. Uh, which was huge. Because he also played Caesar in something. Okay. This guy, I mean, he, he was a really good actor. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's who he did. And then Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen. Ewan McGregor has played him in episodes one through three in the prequels. In the nights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and Ewan McGregor has played Anakin Skywalker in two and three. Episodes two and three. Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the King. The Sith. And he was very good mm-hmm. as Anakin. The scripts weren't great. The writing wasn't amazing. For his for, character? For the, just for the prequels. Really? I really liked them. Oh, no, he did very well. He got on my nerves, though, in the second one, because he was so whiny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which makes sense, and he's... 
I don't know. I think there are different things. Going back and watching the animated Clone Wars movie and series mm -hmm. that are out now, I definitely enjoy Anakin more as a character. Okay. Uh, but no, I'm super excited. I just want to know. We know Hayden Christensen is coming back. Yeah. We know that he's coming back to reprise his role. Mm -hmm. What we don't know is how. Okay. Okay, and in this later, latest trailer, I don't know if you've seen it, but in this latest trailer, we actually see Darth Vader getting, like, assembled again. Like at the end of the sixth movie? Kind of. After he's burned and scarred and all that? Yeah. Oh, After absolutely. After he killed the gorgeous it, Natalie Portman? Oh, man, that's heartbreaking. <laughs> uh, but no, we get to, like, the light, the lights on his chest, okay. those get plugged into his chest. I haven't seen the trailer yet. It's, it's in, we see like an arm get put on him and stuff. Okay. It's in, it, we only get really two shots and then some just the iconic breathing okay. of Vader. And that's all we have of Vader, which is insane. Mm -hmm. But we don't know how we're going to get Hayden Christensen in. Mm -hmm. We could see Clone Wars era flashbacks, which would be really cool mm -hmm. because that's how we get some of these other characters such as Ahsoka Tano who's established in the Clone Wars she's also shown up in live action in the Mandalorian okay. and now Book of Boba Fett as well um, but we could see Ahsoka Tano uh, we could see Anakin's right hand man Captain Rex played by Tamora Morrison who played all the clones in episodes 2 and 3 and now Boba Fett mm -hmm. and so we and Tamar Morrison has said that he's interested in playing some of these clones with just really good story arcs and such. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. It could be really cool. Yeah. But I was talking to you earlier about it, and I was like, that there is a reason that Hayden Christensen was cast. Mm -hmm. We're going to see his face. Yes. And it's going to be at an impactful moment. Right. I think that when we see Vader, it's going to be towards the end of this series. Uh, so, if, in case you don't know, this series is going to take place when Luke is a young child. Mm, okay. okay, so he's going to be like five. Luke's going to be like five. Obi-Wan will have been in exile for a couple of years. He's not going to be old, okay? okay. Um, but what we're... And I just don't know because... We're going to obviously see Hayden Christensen. We're not just going to see Vader show up. Because if, if they just wanted to give us Vader and nothing else, then, cool, get a stuntman. Right. Get, find, find the guy who did Vader's hallway scene in Rogue One. Find that guy. <laughs> like, right. just grab that guy. It's, you're not drawing any attention away from you and McGregor, you know, there is a reason for this casting, and I'm so excited to see it. Yeah. So, well... <laughs> uh, Ask me anything. I, I'm an open book, seriously. I mean, okay. uh, something that, if, I mean, I don't really know your what audience. Is, Go what, ahead. what is, I don't know audience. Okay, <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, um, what is, what's your stance on 
The Amber Heard and oh, Johnny geez. Depp situation. Amber Heard is a total bitch. Excuse my language. It's I'm okay. So I swear on here. Um, in my opinion, she's made false allegations. I can't talk. Thank you. <laughs> I think that she really wants the money. I think that is what she's going after. Absolutely. Is the money. She doesn't care about the case. She doesn't care that she ruined Johnny Depp's reputation and his acting career. Absolutely. I think she just wants the money, get the money, and move on. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And poor Johnny Depp is trying. I, I, th- I personally think Johnny Depp's going to win this case because his lawyers have done such a great job with everything. Well, that and all the evidence is on his side. And that on top of that, Like, yes. the only reason that you would believe Amber Heard at this point is because she's a woman, and I am a toxic woman, so therefore, believe all women. Exactly. That, that is the and only, at, at this point in time, with all the evidence that we have right now, and all everything that Amber has done wearing the same suit as Johnny did the day before, and everything that she's doing, mm-hmm. and all this... I don't know if you saw it, but she legitimately posed for a picture while on the stand. Come on. So She's acting and saying some really strange things, in my opinion. There's a clip on TikTok that I see every time. Something about a dog stepping on a bee, and then she makes this face. I didn't really get... (laughs) I don't understand the context of what a dog has to do with stepping on a bee. But that face that she made was like, what the fuck? I'm sorry, excuse me. No, you're okay, you're okay. It's like, did you really have to make a face to exaggerate the point of a dog stepping? Again, I haven't heard heard the whole sentence of what that does. It's just odd that she says, my dog stepped on a bee and go, (gasps) like that. I mean, it's a very strange place to get overwhelmed with emotion. Yeah, and she's trying to show her emotions in a different way. It's it's very reminiscent to the Brett Kavanaugh case. Yeah, and and I'm not saying that the subject matter is the subject matter is different because in Brett Kavanaugh's case it was more sexual abuse and allegations of this is a trigger mm-hmm. word. Uh, so I'm just going to use an abbreviation R word. If you mm-hmm. don't know what that is, four letters. It's four letters, starts with R, ends with E. There's a P before the E. Fill in the blanks. I'm not going to do it. Um, I don't know who's listening. We don't want to offend I don't, don't want to exactly. offend anybody. And more than that, I've talked about sexual assault on the show. I, I mm-hmm. myself am a survivor of sexual assault, both from family members and other people as well. I'm sorry I did the best best thing that we can do is get help and try and move on uh something that we watched a youtube channel this is an unlicensed plug coming up cinema therapy uh, wow we just bounced from okay court to okay well and um the there's uh it's a licensed therapist and a filmmaker and the therapist said um that what you gotta do in this type of situation is move from being a victim, okay, which is this mm-hmm. happened to me, and go to empowering yourself. 
which is things like I am a survivor. Mm-hmm. It's outreach. It's things like that. Yeah. So and and that that it, to me is a hugely powerful quote. Mm-hmm. So I felt I wanted to throw that on. No, I get that now. Right, and that's how this whole thing ties in. Gotcha. Okay. And, uh, but back in that Brett Powell case, I don't know how closely you followed it. Not really at all. And that's okay. Uh, what I'm about to say, what I'm saying is literally this: the evidence was not in Brett Kavanaugh's favor. Okay. Uh, the evidence was in the victim's favor, in the survivor's favor. Okay. And she did an absolutely amazing job going on the stand mm-hmm. and recounting detail by detail. Yeah, facing her. Facing her, her. Facing her abuser. Mm-hmm. And going detail by detail and going into great detail of this horrific thing that happened to her and he would sit back and he was crying at just the weirdest moments. Mm-hmm. He'd be saying, yeah, you know, I go back and I lift the weights. <laughs> and it was really weird. Um, I don't know how that case ended. Uh, so... The only information I have comes from last week tonight with John Oliver, okay. who has yet to mislead me. Mm-hmm. So I, it's HBO. That's your yeah, I, that's my source. He's, okay. he's last week tonight with John Oliver. He goes very in depth into that case. So that that's the similarities I see is Johnny is doing a. He's not gloating. He okay. So I'm gonna interrupt you for Go one for second. I'm sorry. I have to do this. I've watched TikTok. TikTok is not a very good source, but from what I can see, Johnny Depp is, when he speaks, it's slow, it's clear, his head is down, he's not ashamed, but like, you can see the emotion that he has behind the stand, and I feel like Amber Heard is just like... Sitting back and doing your health here. I think I got Alan it. I'm struggling with the microphone. I don't hope I'm get you nothing. Nope, you didn't. Okay. Get there you go. Awesome. Um, um, but his emotions behind the tone, his voice is clear. It's hey, it's sorrow. It's Johnny Depp is showing all of great, the great composure. Exactly. But he's also showing every sign of someone who he's is being, being yeah. forced to basically confront their assault. And to uh, open up about something like that, yeah. Well, if, if you think about like if you go back and you look at it, um, and you really go in, deep, in depth, Johnny, <laughs> depth. <laughs> Sorry. Johnny doesn't really, he doesn't really look at Amber Heard. Uh, if no, he definitely doesn't make eye contact with her. If he does, it is quick, and he breaks it off very quickly. When she is on the stand, which is almost directly in front of Johnny Depp, he has his head down. He is he's coloring. Yeah. He's listening. He's definitely listening, but he's coloring. He's He's got things there he's for the, him yeah. to fiddle with, which is... Very reminiscent. It's basically, hey, I need these things to distract yeah. me. Maybe not take me out of it completely, but um, so for those of you, I've talked about this on on my show before. So if you've heard, if this is your first episode, you're about to hear a little bit about what happened to me 
but if you've heard this, if you've watched this before, you already know it was my one of my abusers is my brother, and it's at the point where I will wear rings and such when I am around him, so that I can mess with rings. Uh, I have care. I'm very active with my hands when I am around my brother because of what he did to me. And while me being able to play with things doesn't take me out of the situation completely, it does keep me from going and falling back into PTSD mm -hmm. and the trauma that he... It's a coping mechanism, basically. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So he is showing all of the signs yeah. of someone who's been abused. I truly think he has. Yeah. I mean, what convinced me is a testimony from one of their bodyguards. I don't know whose it was. I think it was Amber's. Okay. Uh, I think it was Amber, one of Amber's bodyguards, where there was they were in a hotel room. He was outside the door, and he heard Amber scream, "Johnny, stop hitting me!" He comes into the room, and she is completely across the room from Johnny, and Johnny just looks bewildered. And it's like, dude, he was right outside the door. So it's not like, oh, he's in, she's outside the hotel room door, and then there's a living room, and then there's the bedroom. No, he's, he's right outside the door. Open up the door, and boom, and there's Amber and Johnny, and Johnny looks bewildered. Yeah, there's a couple of recordings that I saw where she's... She straight she up admits it. Admits it, and there's recordings where she's trying to make him hate her. Uh -huh. Which is total bullshit. Oh, and, and, which is so. I'm sorry. I'm gonna start cussing a little bit because I'm really pissed. It's so okay. fucked up for a human being to get someone else in trouble so you can be a victim. Absolutely. And it's it's quite sad. It's very, very sad to see that. Absolutely. And, and, and we're not. I, I want to make something crystal clear to the audience. Go ahead. Uh, we are not saying. They, if this happens to you, you brought it upon yourself. Oh, heck no. We no, are no, not no. saying that if you are in an abusive relationship in any way, shape, or form. Speak get out. out. Speak up and get out of that relationship. As someone who's been in multiple abusive relationships, it is hard and it is terrifying. Mm -hmm. I went into this on his his, yeah, you, and thank you, you for sharing that. Absolutely, thank you. Well, it's easy to talk with you. Yeah. I appreciate it, but it gives my audience something more to learn about you. And absolutely. So, as a survivor, if that's correct. Yep. <laughs> is there a time where you don't have to answer this question? It's no. very personal. It's all right. That's that's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, was there a time where you had to run away, get away from your attacker? Absolutely, multiple times. Give us an example of if you are being assaulted or being abused, what is something to get you outside of that room, outside of the person? How can you say, I need to get the heck out of here? The best way to do it is to, it depends, right? Um, Let's say physical assault. Physical abuse, the best thing to do uh Aim for like the pressure points, the weak spots. So for men, that's the balls. Knee them, kick them, punch them in the balls. Okay, sorry. Punch, I thought you were telling as a survivor you hit back. Sorry. I'm saying as a person who's been taking hits. 
how do you escape that? Is what I'm saying. Um. Again, like I said, okay. the, 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 it's a do something that will shock them and keep them down for a little bit in pain. For men, kick them in the balls. Right, right, something right, like right, that. Yes. For women, kick her, kick her in the vagina, punch her oh in the boot. Gosh. Okay. Like right. for real, those are very sensitive places on a woman. Okay. How? Bu- okay. So do that, and then it's. it's Run With, if you're if you feel that you are faster than them and you feel that you can get away from there and go into a room that has a lock on the door, do it. And if you think you can get there and close the door and lock that door, do it and then immediately call nine one one. If it's not, it's contrite. But as someone who I didn't do police training. But I did get firefighter certified, so I had to learn how to interface with places. Um, if you are acting very strange on the phone with 911 and you're in a place where you cannot right. say, hey, I am being abused, uh-huh. I need help, if you can't do that, then, I mean... If you call, a, it's contrite. It's kind of like an angel shot at a bar. Do you know what an angel shot is? No. So this is very good knowledge. Though. So if you order an angel shot oh, at a bar, yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard. then the bartender, that tells the bartender, hey, I don't feel safe. And there are different like ways that you can take your angel shot. Like I'd like an angel shot on the rocks, and that means one thing. Hmm? But it can be all the way up to I am physically scared for my well-being, at which point the cops will be called. Mm-hmm. And so an angel shot at the bar. bar. So that's a, an angel shot is saying, hey, I need help. It's, I need help. I do, it, it is discreetly saying, so, I don't. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but you can do that with 911 as okay. well. If you go there, hey, can I get... Call 911. Hi, I'd like to order a pizza, a large Dr. Pepper, and a 12-piece buffalo wings. Right. Right. For example, the, the operator will first verify that you know you called 911. Yes. That, that is what they are trained. It will probably sound, sound something like... If it's say you were calling that one, right? Hey, I'd like to order a pizza with some wings and a Dr. Pepper. Sir, are you aware that you have called 911? Yes, please, extra pepperoni. Okay, sir, I have a squad car in this location. It will be about 20 minutes. We are sending it your way. Well, there's going to be more questions than that. Right. Like they will end up saying, um, Hey, um, are you in danger? Are you in physical endangered are you being abused and the thing that's scary about that is that used to be a new thing right so it used to be much easier but now now you're, you're getting abusers who are like hey can you i need you to order me this this but do it on speakerphone so they're taking that option away from, away from you which is an abusive thing is I'm the abuser, I have the power. Right? And that's what they'll yeah. do. They, they will do everything they can they to, control, to keep yeah. themselves in power. Keep the ball in their court. Keep the power. 
Um, so if they're doing that, and every time they tell you to, whenever you're making a call or something, family. Okay? Uh, family, loved ones, trusted friends. That is the best thing that you can do. Um, try to get yourself out of the house. Which, again, can be terrifying. I mean, it's it's horrible. That <laughs> it's it's horrible situation for anyone who's abused or is currently being abused. I I really feel for you. I do. Uh, I want to know. I want you to know you are you're gonna get through this. I know it seems like you're alone, and that is on purpose. That they will do everything they can to cut you off from people. Which, yeah. it sucks. It is incredibly rough to be in that situation because very often you do feel it. You know, I, I, told my, I told my dad about what my brother did to me over a decade after that. Close to, actually, right around a decade after it happened. Uh, it happened to me consistently from the ages of five to eight. And that I'm talking like horrible. Horrible. And then it kind of petered off once I got a little bigger and everything. It became more weekly and then monthly. And then I just, unfortunately for me, it had to result in physical violence is what made it stop, which... I don't recommend, don't fight back. <laughs> Just try to get yourself out of that situation. By the time it stopped, he was a senior in high school and I was a freshman. This thing that started when I was five took, happened for over It happened so much. It, it took a lot to work past. I'm still trying to work past it. They're, they're still, I still have PTSD from it. Uh, but when I I think I was 20 when I told my dad so I mean about five years after it ended was when I told my dad and then close to six years after it ended is when I told my mother who told me that I was lying (laughs) which is Uh, so messed up absolutely And if somebody comes to you and says, hey, I am being abused in any way, shape, or form, don't make them pay for it. Because that person will never come to you again. I've been, my mom doesn't know anything I'm doing because I feel like I can't come to her because of how she reacted to me saying, hey, this happened. This happened to me. She's like, well, I don't have the evidence. So it didn't happen, which is where we got to be really careful. I would say err on the side of support. That doesn't mean wholeheartedly believe them, because as with Amber Heard, we are seeing that people will lie and people will fake it. Mm -hmm. So while you don't have to wholeheartedly believe them, 
if they are coming to you with this, support them. Make them feel safe. Make them feel loved. That is the best thing that you can do for that person in that moment. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing information and your story. And I mean, it's got to be tough. It's it's tough, but you can move past it. It's but with that, it takes a lot of time. Absolutely. And effort and strength Absolutely. and courage. And if no one's told you this, I'm really proud of you. <laughs> for no, seriously, I'm being Thank serious. You. It's that's got to be tough. It, it's really and to even talk about it is takes so much. Oh, there, there's a huge lump. Right, right, right. right. You know, the, the words feel sticky. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I, the reason why there's a lot of time where the thing will happen, and you have no trauma from it because you're so used to. Well, no, 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 not not even that. You'll have no trauma from it because, like, maybe you go into shock. Right, you you kind of go into shock, right? And then if you don't talk about it right away, then it's just oh well, that didn't actually happen. Mm-hmm. That's a trauma. Our base instinct is to protect ourselves, so that trauma will get buried, which is often why going to therapy is so hard and so scary. You are you are confronting your trauma, mm-hmm. and. That isn't fun. It's very often, I, I, when I am in the therapist office, office, right? I haven't been to one in a while because I'm over the phone now. But I had this great therapist through Kaiser. I went and saw him. It was in a physical location. I very rarely felt strong, felt tough, felt courageous or even you know honor honoring right very rarely because I would very often cry one thing I always knew that I was in that office was cared about was that I was safe and that it was okay for me to feel the other things and to feel the things that I was feeling and that's what good therapists is they make you feel that they make sure that their office is a safe space which is why if you find a therapist that you really like and you you know you really like the therapist but you want to be friends with the therapist find a different therapist because you are more than welcome if that therapist is also comfortable with trying to be friends friends um, then find a different therapist and they will straight up tell you this a therapist is not your friend mm-hmm. a therapist is there to support you mm-hmm. a therapist is there because their job is to hear your trauma and tell you things that would ruin relationships like if you're a narcissist or you have narcissistic tendencies but none of your friends are going to call you out on that your therapist will if you're going to a therapist right so 
and it like you say like maybe something happens and you feel like you're the right and you feel so strongly about this your therapist will sit there and be like no you screwed up you need the, very often what they do is teach you how to take accountability for your actions very often what people will do is they will have a heartfelt apology and then they'll take a left turn and mm. <laughs> it sucks okay. well, it, and it, it comes from a good place very often it, you You've done this to me. I've done this to you. It happens. And it's not that, oh, well, we don't want to be held accountable for our actions. It's, yes, I did this, but. It's that but in there that very often stops any accountability from being taken. Uh, and that, that can ruin relationships. And I don't mean, like, just romantic. It can ruin friendships, father daughter, parents, yeah. child, fucking friendships. All of it can get ruined if you don't know how to take accountability. But it's scary. It's hard. It's tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no other way to do it. It should not be our job to fix the things that other people broke when it came to us. I should not have to fix myself because of what my brother did to me. But I do. Mm-hmm. And that is not fair. It's not. And it sucks. Because not only did you have the utter misfortune of having this trauma happen to you, now you have to relive this trauma and find a way to move past this trauma. Which can take years of hard work mm-hmm. and such. Like, and you gotta talk about it. Right. And the reason why therapy hurts so much is because when you talk about something, it becomes real. Yeah. It, it becomes incredibly real. Something bad happens. Oh, you know, very often, you don't have that breakdown until you talk about it, until you verbalize that thing. So when you're sitting there in the therapist's office, um, as I did, I used I express my my trauma through jokes, through humor. A lot of people do. I was making jokes on things in the therapist's office, and I remember it maybe my third session with this therapist I cracked this joke that for me is perfectly on brand Mm -hmm. it's just a normal joke and he looked so concerned and my reaction was is that not a normal joke Mm. he's like no no why did you tell that joke and we delve into why that joke happened right very often a lot of times why people won't get out of abusive relationships is because it's, well, you know, everyone's their own special kind of fucked up. Everyone's relationship has their own special problems. Um, movies like Twilight. The Twilight franchise, that is a horrible relationship. Okay. It, it, I, <laughs> I've never seen it. I've seen yeah, videos on it. Uh, that channel, Cinema Therapy, breaks down the entire relationship. 
it is abusive, it is narcissistic, it is manipulative, it is controlling, it is not a healthy relationship. And yet, they get held up as like, oh, well, no, I want my Edward, no, Fifty Shades of Grey, I want my Christian Grey. There's nothing wrong with being kinky in the bedroom. There's nothing wrong with that. I've only seen the second one. I haven't seen it. Mm. But I've seen like videos reacting to it. And it also, apparently, Fifty Shades of Grey and Twilight exist in the same oh, universe. Okay. I, don't I have no idea how or why. That okay. seems wrong. <laughs> um, okay. But from the videos that I've seen, and I can't fully comment because I haven't seen them, uh, he's controlling I, I know in the second one, he buys her place of work. Like, she works at a, right, right. At a newspaper, and he buys the, news, right. the newspaper. That's not healthy. Right. <laughs> like, boundaries are healthy. But they have to be boundaries that are respected and agreed upon by both parties. You know? A lot of times, we don't get enough, uh, especially in, like, the after movies that Netflix puts out. Horrible relationship. Horrible relationship. But these are what gets uh, held up and idolized by girls because it's my magic sex fix breaking boy. And that's what Twilight boils down to. And from what I can tell, it's what Fifty Shades boils down to. The male protagonist in the after movies is just an absolute piece of garbage. It's horrible. Spent an entire night. Like, I've watched a movie on this dude just kind of like reviewing and reacting to it. it. And there's this clip where he owns up to spending an entire party making out with this other girl while he's in a relationship with the female protagonist. And, when she, and then he gets mad at her for kissing another boy. So when she asks, well, why, basically, why'd you do what you do, did, he's like, because of you. Because I'm trying to show you I love you. Nope. Not how that works. Right. <laughs> Healthy relationships, you shouldn't have to feel, if my man goes out, he's going to cheat. Uh, healthy relationships are time, community, love, fate. Okay, you're never gonna find the rom-com relationship. Mm-hmm. It sucks because rom-com relationships are awesome. Fifty First Dates, one of my favorite movies of all time. Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore, amazing movie, beautiful romance in that movie. It doesn't exist in real life. Though. No, we gotta. It, but that's just that's it. You got. You gotta. You gotta realize that it is a movie. Love takes work. You cannot stop chasing your partner. You can't. Don't stop dates. Whatever that looks like for you. Okay, my love languages, my two main love languages, I have three huge ones, and then other ones that I like, but aren't as just extremely important. 
to me, and that is in this order, quality time, physical touch, and words of affirmation. Because of all the trauma that I've been through, I need to hear things like, I'm not going to leave you. It's okay. You're doing amazing. I love you. I need those words of affirmation. Physical touch. I, I get lonely. <laughs> I get lonely even when I'm in a relationship. That's great. If, if I, it doesn't look like, always look like sex, right? Physical right. touch doesn't Everybody always, thinks that. Everyone thinks yeah. physical touch means sex, and it it's can. Not. And not everything's it can. about sex. Uh, but physical touch means cuddle. Yeah, I know what physical touch means. It means holding. You. Well, this is also for like. Okay. The this really just became a big mental health episode, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, welcome back. This is part two. <laughs> uh, talked a lot in that last one, and I apologize to my guest. It's okay, man. Hey, I get it. I mean, it's passion. You're passionate about this stuff, and I, I get it. Yeah. Um. So the uh, for the listeners, we were talking about love languages and physical touch. It can be as simple as if you're watching a movie and you know your love your partner has the love language of physical touch. Don't sit across the couch from them. Yeah. Put your arm around them. Like hug them while you're watching the movie. You know, yep. Get all nice and cozy. Uh, and then quality time. It looks... Which means just get the fuck away from her. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Well, quality time looks different for different people. That is very true. I've, I've dated... Like for me... Sorry. It's happening again. Yeah. You keep fucking talking. <laughs> um, for, sorry. Go. No, 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 please. Finish your thing and then we'll continue. Okay. Come on, seriously. Okay. So Physical touch or quality me, time. Go ahead. For me, quality time looks like spending time with me. I don't care if we FaceTime and you do your thing while we FaceTime and I do my thing while we FaceTime. I don't care if we lay in bed and watch a movie. I don't care if we just like lay in bed and I play video games and you're on your phone. Your physical presence is yes. there. It's For me, that's quality yeah. time together yeah all right what are your love languages you know that's a great question thank you for asking um <laughs> i don't think we've ever talked about this so this should be fun <sighs> i am not very good with relationships i'm not gonna lie i relationships no I've, one's gonna relationships buddy. i i know that but like They're for scary. me as long as Man, this is a great question. I've never answered this before. I actually don't know what to say. Because I haven't been in a relationship in a very long time. And Wow, that's really weird. Let me think for a minute, okay? Okay. Um, so, a good way. This is actually fantastic. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, no. A good, a good way to learn your love languages is look back on your relationships, right? And think of the what is a time in your past relationship where you felt especially connected to your partner. Okay. Um here we go. Having dates mm-hmm. into the relationship. Hey, it's date night. 
let's dress up, let's go to a steakhouse. Okay, I've never done that, but like... That's quality um, time. Quality time, like you like said. Like I said, it looks different Spending for different people. time, going to activities together. Um, physical touch, definitely. I mean, it's not always Absolutely. about sex. It's no, you, you, hold handing you, while you're you, in the park. Um, exactly. You holding her while you're watching the sunrise. I mean, there's just... I th- that quality time... And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that one of yours is probably going to be words of affirmation as well. No. Really? Not really. No. Because if we're in a relationship, I I feel like I can talk to you about absolutely anything. Uh-huh. And then in that conversation, we can have. Okay. But I feel like <laughs> most of the time where... It's not words of affirmation, but like when we are struggling in life and someone notices it and we try to bring them up, either if it's a relationship, if it's at work, we boost them up with confidence. We say, hey, I really appreciate your hard work. So that's, it's, yeah, that's what he <laughs> <laughs> But so... What I would say... I suck at this. Well, no, no, no. What I would say... God damn it, we're like the same. No, we're actually not. Because for me... (laughs) For me, uh, words of affirmation is a big one. But for you, it's not. Like, for me, I need those words of affirmation when I'm struggling as well as when I'm not. Like, even if... Everything's fine in the relationship. I still need those words right, of affirmation. Right, 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 right. And whereas it seems like you don't, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, love is ugh, the topic I really don't like talking about. Or It's scary. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, one of the quotes that you showed me on TikTok is about Loki talking about love. Love is like a dagger. Mm-hmm. That Absolutely. is the best way I think to describe love. It's Absolutely. like a dagger. It's out of doubt. I forgot what the rest of the quote is, but love it was beautiful. Is like a dagger. It's a weapon to be wielded up close or far away. When you look at it, it's beautiful. But when you, you reach for it, it isn't real. Wow. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, he is very heartbroken. Very much so. Yeah. Oh, and he's dying. <laughs> Which is not a sponsor. Uh, here's a question for you. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking of a question. I had one, but I already know the answer to it. I was going to say... Well, what, what was the question? Cause, no, cause no, we're, no we're because we talked about this. Well, no, I, I don't know... Because, like you said, I am no, heartbroken. I, I, but I, I, what I've noticed is I have changed fundamentally who I am due to this heartbreak. That's going to happen in any relationship. Oh, absolutely. It's where going I've to learned where I am from. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. It's okay. You. Go. Where I've learned where I'm from for myself is when you and I moved out. When you moved out, I had all this time to be alone. Was- Alan and I used to be ex roommates. We had great times and bad times. We just, mm-hmm. we couldn't get along. The Shit biggest, happens. The, the biggest thing was that we couldn't communicate. And there was always 
an argument, and there's more into that. I well, the the argument stems from not being able to communicate. If uh, you keep fucking doing that to me during this entire <laughs> fucking podcast, I'm gonna fucking. S- throw my I am so sorry. Let me just look it up. Um, oh, what was I talking about? Okay, t- um, where I've learned my biggest life and lesson. This is, this is actually very true. What? Your biggest life and lesson? I'm not okay. <laughs> that is a horrifying laugh. Oh my god, I hate my laugh. Okay, the biggest lesson I've learned in life? <laughs> I swear I'm not drunk. I swear to god I'm not drunk. We only have one beer each. I haven't even finished mine. Shit. Okay. <laughs> Time alone. When you are alone in a house, in a whatever you are, you get to learn yourself a lot more. Through tears, through past memories, you just sit there and you go through this tunnel of different emotions and things. I hate to say this, but I'm so glad you moved out because I've learned about myself so much more than I could realize. And that is huge for me because I'm still, I, I know who I am, but still I have more to learn about who I am as Absolutely. myself, but just having that time alone when I'm sitting here having a beer and just start to think about everything, mm-hmm. it makes you think of, it just, it changes you. Um, Absolutely. Something I've really proud myself for doing, and this is, I've never told this to anybody, so this is to you and your audience. I feel like I've matured a lot lately in the last couple months here. In the last year that I've been alone here, I feel like I have, another thing is I feel like I've really worked hard to make sure that I make other people happy. Except for my boss, but like the- That is dangerous. Do you remember the cinema? The Captain America video we watched earlier? Why wouldn't I remember that? Just... Yes. Okay. Because sometimes you do this thing where you, like, tune things out. <laughs> but it, what are fun. you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's dangerous, and it's fine to make other people happy, but that can't be what makes you happy. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, my, with my job. My job is mostly with customer service. My students are the students are my customers. The admin is my customers. That's fair. That's fair. With them being happy at the end of the day that stuff got done, I am happy. Okay. I should have I should have put more detail into that. That's more like with productivity. Job, yes. You God like- damn it! Why are you like doing this? I can't seem to describe. <laughs> I can't describe it. Shit! This, just- this is why we work so well together. <laughs> Whatever I he's can- saying is what I mean. Yes, that is he, so he, true. He my can product- only describe, and I only have Translates. words. <laughs> like yes, my productivity, maturing, and being an adult. One of the biggest things is it called being an adult? Yes, I'm freaking out because it keeps translating. You but being adult and maturity are different things, though. Not really. You can be adult and still have no maturity. You can be adult and still have maturity. You know what? I'm going to sh- just stop. I, I feel like... Okay. But just doing adult stuff. Mm-hmm. Driving to work. Filling the car. That stuff, we never learned in school. Responsibility. 
I hate you so much. Oh my god. I mean, there was so much. I'm joking. I don't. He's a great guy. No, but not. shit, no, how I'm are you not. doing this? Am I drunk? Like, what is happening? God, I hope not. I hope not. Because if you're drunk, I'm fucked. <laughs> um, responsibility. We have never taught that in school. That, that's so for us to figure it out as soon as we move out. Well, that that's really your parents' job. Like that. That's... No, 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 no. It, I'm talking. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, man. I feel like I have said absolutely nothing in the last twelve minutes here. I am so sorry. Go. No, 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 no. I don't I mean that. I don't mean that. I'm saying like everything I keep saying. You have the word for it. I don't know what I'm fucking saying. Is what I'm trying to say. Oh no, no. So what? I I don't have a word for that. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Pulls out a word. Bullshit. Is that one word? Eights. That's two words. <laughs> it was nice seeing you, Alan. Goodbye. No! <laughs> He's back. Okay, he never moved. Back. <laughs> back. Back again. Mm, 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 Nikki's mm. back. <laughs> Tell a friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he has but, no friends. Friends. Okay, anyway. What about me? <laughs> I guess I knew you were that. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I just whispered him that he's not my friend, but he's my lover. Wow, I'm just joking. my thigh. Yeah, hey, lift your foot up. Oh, Thank I'm you. standing on your board. There you go. You good? Okay. Um, why I say that it is the parent's job to, like, teach that responsibility is it's simple. They decided to have kids. Parents, do not get Pull mad out. at your kids because they did not choose to be born. They did not sign up to be your child. Even if you are adopting a kid, Nick and I are both adopted. Hmm. We did not choose the families that adopted us. It's not how that works. That family chose us. Me more so than yours because I was literally a newborn when I got adopted. And it very easily, I mean, not very easily, but if you didn't like your family that ended up adopting you, you probably could have addressed that. And I doubt that orphanage would have sent you with them. Right. So, but like, if you want to be a parent, you have to remember patience. And it's hard. Yeah. It is it's a patience is man that's a tough lesson the, how the, I the, the saying patience is a virtue is spot on yeah. not a virtue that a lot of us have mm. but it's definitely a virtue yeah. you, you, I, I, I didn't know where I was going to go <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah no it, it's the, the amount of times that, that it's you know, the parent decided, hey, I want to bring this this other... The parents together decided that they want, want to bring a child into the world. Mm-hmm. That is what they decided. They made that choice. Along with that choice means you have to take care of it. Now, there are exceptions. Unplanned pregnancies. Pregnancies from sexual assault. Uh... That happens, and that's why adoption is such a wonderful thing. Sorry, go ahead. I'm listening. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Uh, that's why adoption is a wonderful 
thing because if you aren't ready to be a parent to step up to make the sacrifices that that entails then you can adopt you can uh, put your child up for adoption preferably at a infancy age and the reason why I say preferably at an infancy age is because if you do it when they're infants they don't imprint on you like I couldn't imagine my parents putting me up for adoption and I doubt you could as well. Like I didn't have a choice, unfortunately. Un- unfortunately. The government yeah. came down me for the adoption. Which is better because from what you've told me about your time in Ukraine, your mother did the irresponsible choice, which was try and take care of people that she was not equipped to take care of. And I am truly sorry for that. Yeah. But what it really does boil down to and what I will probably have to tell myself as a parent because I do want to be a parent mm. uh, is they did not ask to be born they did not ask to be born and they don't know any better there's a TikTok I think I sent it to you but I'm not 100% sure uh, where this guy um, he basically talked someone down from a suicide And part of it was, uh, he said that people overestimate what they can get done in a year and underestimate what they can achieve achieve in a decade. And then he went on to say, you know, most adults have two to three decades of experience Mm -hmm. under their belt. We don't have that. We don't have that at all. We are fresh out of school out of things like we graduated in 2019 about that was three years ago yeah this past is longer it, it feels like it's been a decade only three years Jesus only climbing. three years <laughs> I thought it was more like seven right Damn. isn't that insane when you're time in school time by... feels so long yeah but, then but when as soon out, as you get out it's just Something I've always realized, speaking of time, um, I work at a high school from August to December is, for me, is in, as, it feels like it goes on forever. It's the first half of school. But from January to May, it goes like that. Every year for me. Really? From August, as soon as school starts to Christmas break, everything goes really slowly. But then as soon as Christmas break's over, Everything speeds up. That's interesting. It's hap- I feel like it's happened to me since I've started school. Huh? I mean, ugh, time is just flying by and... COVID feels like it was forever ago. COVID it was does. It like three months ago. Yeah, it really doesn't. There, and in all reality, there's a new variant out. Oh, no. Again. No, I don't want to do that. Again. This is literally just going to be the world we live in. With new variants all the time. Like, Sorry, I just saw something I funny I wanted to share with you. I was about to... <laughs> um, what's oh, that? never mind. Mm-hmm. It had like a tip pick on it. It was weird. <laughs> He's trying to show me porn! No, it had like this girl with tickle bitties. So, yes. It was weird. <laughs> 
But she was oh. wearing a seatbelt, so what the fuck? Oh, I think I know exactly. It's probably that meme where she got... And she's yellow top? I I haven't seen the exact meme, but there's like this joke. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> You're a sick one, Mr. Grinch. How the Grinch stole your man. <laughs> oh great! There's a song! There's a song! No, no. You're a thick one. Mr. Grinch, banana. You've got butter. <laughs> Those cakes. <laughs> oh my god. You keep okay. that ass up. Because <laughs> your girl, your turkey bakes, Mr. Grinch. You're a booty dropping <laughs> shag carpet with the. Floppy ass <laughs> Oh my god. iFunny is broken. Um, but I saw a quote on iFunny. He's got nice ass in that one. That's oh my god. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. No, no, no. Nick's kink no. is no. the Grinch. <laughs> oh, oh my god, that is horrifying. Yeah. Uh, but I saw something on iFunny today that I want to get your uh, your opinion on. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> it says starts off a quote that only women and children are loved unconditionally. Oh yeah. And one of the reasons why it's so hard for like the period that you and I are in right now we're 20s we're not children but we're not full grown adults yet yeah we are not like I don't, we're not we did, we're young adults we're young adults exactly we're not middle aged okay okay sorry i think you said it was one adults like i'm we're adults dude we're living life um what one of the reasons why it's so hard is because men are only loved under the condition that they provide something. Man, you are really, and you really like talking about men. And in, sorry, I mean that in a non-sexual way. I mean like, you advocate for the men. Absolutely. Mad respect to you. <laughs> Thank you. Cont- <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. I am so sorry. Sorry. Continue what you're gonna say. Um. So one of the reasons why it's so difficult. Is because boys have to transition from boys who are children and are loved unconditionally. The only things that they are expected to do is wake up, go to school, and that's it. And to men, where that love disappears. That love only remains... If you are provided. Very true. In men's eyes. That's what we see as men. We, we only love because we provide. Absolutely. And I, I would even say that it's true. With okay. a maj- I'm not going to say all women. I'm going to say a majority of women. He did not. <laughs> I mean, think about it. How many posts scrolling through fucking... Um, social media 
do you see where, you know, the girl's like, oh, yeah, no, I provide for my man because I want to, right? How many posts do you see of that? How many posts do you see of, like, you don't really see women out there hyping men up, right? Like, women get complimented just for being women. Yes, I guess in all right. Elaborate. I don't want to. This is why I talked through the entire thing. Okay. <laughs> no, it's because it wouldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I think that men are misled that we are providing. I know that women can provide too. I have no idea where this is going. I don't know what I'm about to say. Just I'm not thinking. It. Are you saying that we need more compliments as men because women get them more than us? No. Because <laughs> no. that's where I'm kind of confused. That you said that women get compliments all the time. I mean. I, well, I was trying to make another point, and it. it I, I kinda, go ahead. Well, I, I, I don't know how to get to that point. I have no idea what I want to say to you. This is. This is weird. It's a tough it's a great, it's, it's a great it's, conversation, but oh, it's just like... It, well, it's a necessary conversation, but it is a tough one to have. To where you can't offend someone or you try not to offend... Mm-hmm. Everyone's so uptight with their own shit, and they're like, if you say this, I'm going to get offended, and like... It's horrible. Having this conversation is like pulling teeth. Absolutely. So I don't know what to say where it makes sense you and know where it don't hurt... Somebody's feelings. Mm-hmm. So you know what you want to say. You just don't know how to do it. Exactly. And I think that's where we're at. That, so absolutely. that's our conversation about that. That's our conversation about men's rights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I guarantee that if this blows up, it's not going to be good. Nine <laughs> news. Two dumbasses accused of... I was yeah. watching in TikTok and this comedian sitting there. It's like he was doing a bit and it was like, name one thing that white men can't have. And he goes, okay, an opinion. Mm, <laughs> and he's funny. not wrong. The amount of times that I was just on like Facebook alone, right? And it'd be in like a Denver Broncos group or something uh-huh. with absolutely no reason for this. And I, I look up the stats, and I quote the stats in a comment or something, or I reply to someone else's comment, and then someone will just be like, um, your white privilege is showing. What I'm like, hell? what? This is a, this is talk about football. I'm sorry. This is weird. It's so dumb. There's a question for you, and I'm really thinking about this. Okay. What is your biggest fear? Oh, wow. I'm going to get deep. Let's get deep. What is your biggest fear? Losing a child. Wow. Okay. That's... Wow. Okay. I got deep. You got in deep. No, I did. I was not What's your biggest fear? I might cry when I say this. Seriously? Go for it. This is a safe place. Shut up. (laughs) Um, No, but it is. If my parents, when they get older, they have Alzheimer's, mm. and they don't remember their son. That is my biggest fear. 
that. It's something I think about quite a lot, actually. Um, it's, it def- I, I was there when my dad, when his mom had Alzheimer's, and we, we, we went to England a couple times with the family, and one time we went to visit Grandma, my dad's mom, and my dad would just come out crying, because he's like, that's my mom who doesn't know who I am. And I felt it at a young age. I mean, I was maybe 10 years old when we visited there. Mm-hmm. And it just stuck with me ever since. Yeah. My grandmother didn't have Alzheimer's. She had cancer. Mm-hmm. But it got to the point where uh, she couldn't remember anything. Mm-hmm. So it would... It was very similar to Alzheimer's. It wasn't Alzheimer's, but the it, it affected her very similarly to Alzheimer's to the point where um, my dad legitimately was talking to my dad about her. Uh, this is a grandmother that I lost on my fifth birthday. Uh, I don't have a lot of memories with her, the ones I do have with her, I was really close with her. I know that. Mm-hmm. And I really loved her. Um, I, this is the first time that I ever saw my dad cry. Um, I was talking to him about her, and I wanted to know how she died. I, um, and he said that he actually said goodbye to his mom mm-hmm. about four months before she died. Because after that, she just wouldn't recognize him as her son. She wouldn't recognize her husband anything like that. So, I mean, saying it, it sounds a lot like Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I don't know. No one's ever told me that she has Alzheimer's. But this is from... When I talked with my dad, maybe I'm misremembering the conversation. I don't know. Um, but it affected him really, really bad. It really hit him. I just, that's a good one. That's a really yeah. Um, that's a really good one. Being forgotten. Yeah. Oh yeah. Something that I want to talk to you about is I was watching this TikTok video. And there's this couple that was sitting here, and they were filming it. This older gentleman, elderly gentleman, having ice cream by himself. First reaction we see: Oh my God, he's alone. Must be sad. Good. I look in the comments, and people are saying, "Oh my God, he's sad. He's alone." And then there's other people that are saying. What if his wife just went shopping and he's having ice cream by himself? Right? <laughs> like, the <laughs> world has such a weird... We assume... We assume so much in one little picture. We assume the worst in one little picture. See? Yeah. And I just want to talk about that for a little bit and how... The people who said that he might be just having ice cream because his wife's shopping or something else. Shout out to those people for right? not looking... Um, not negative, but like... Looking for the bright side. For the bright side, yeah. Um, Glass half full. 
type. I'm the glass type empty guy. Or I think, oh my god, he's alone. How sad. Instead of saying, shit, he really could be just having ice cream and his wife is right. bitching at him or, you know, he's watching you know. someone through the window or something. You know, right, like, right. That, that, it doesn't always have creepy. to. He's watching okay. someone <laughs> through the window. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I can't have a conversation with you anymore. It's comedy. Another thing we'll talk about yeah, is, I think as men, advocating for men, we understand the word lonely. Living in this house by myself for a couple of years now, I get what, what lonely means. How much your mother, there's a clip where Teddy is talking to Barney, and Barney says, dude, you're, look around, you're alone. This didn't happen. This Marshall didn't and Natalie are upstairs taking exactly. care of yeah, their yeah, 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 child. I'm at home picking out my suit for the wedding Okay, tomorrow. I got it. That I know. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. But like, that's, that clip breaks and I've you showed it to me and I commented me I think as men we understand the word lonely so much more than you can understand so much more than women understand yes I saw a uh, thing on TikTok film of a podcast uh-huh. right that you know it's the one where it's like two Two or three guys and a bunch of women. They're having that conversation. Oh yeah, that weird guy. Yeah, if you're in a relationship, you can't have Instagram or she's, she's, she's really or weird. He's fucking uh, dumb. Yeah, he's he. That is not a role model. That is. Do dumb. not take him yeah. as a role model. If that is if Instagram. It's called cheating or something like what the something fuck. Something like that. He he he. His heart might be in the right place, but his mind, but he yeah. is not there. But he said something that is actually very relevant to what you were saying. Um, women will always have the ends. Always. Now, you as women might not always like your prospects. They might not always like their prospects. They might not always like who's hitting them up on Instagram, on Snapchat, in dating apps. They might not like that. And that's fine. But you have prospects. You and me, there's nothing special about us. We are there is, but people don't see it. There is, but you and I, we're not Ryan Reynolds. We're not Ben Affleck, Ryan Gosling. We're just regular. We're 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 Joe Smoke. We're we're just regular Joe walking. We're the type of guy that you walk past the on the sidewalk and just keep walking because there's nothing special about it. Right. No, nothing out of the ordinary. Right. We're not the type of guy that's so hot that you gotta do a double take. You know? Well, I and think that I am, but okay. That's a confidence thing. That's my boy. <laughs> I'm just joking. I have uh, no confidence. Neither do I. And Joe Biden. Anyway. <laughs> um, but, but what it comes down to, it, yeah, I have dating apps. Well, go through dating apps and stuff. But... I very rarely get messages on them. I think I have two people talking to me right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> An I ex-girlfriend and her friend. Maybe three? You and I don't talk a lot over the phone. We really Snapchat. don't. We really don't. We talk to TikToks by sharing videos. Yeah. We are much and better And that's fine. At- but you and I really want to talk a lot through no, social we're, media. We're much better in person. Yes. And that's why one of the hopes that I have 
one of the things that I want out of this podcast is I want to get a big enough following where we can film it as well. Oh, yay. Well, I the, love being on camera. <laughs> well, the reason why is because a lot of uh, time there's going to be dead space and stuff, right? What we do in that dead space is we fill it with like our body movements you do you make a dumb fucking face i do something dumb with my hands hands and that would just it would capture our relationship a lot better on screen because we are we are the type of friends that are so good friends that not we don't have to be talking about Right, exactly. Do I talk all the time? Absolutely. You never shut the fuck up. Never. <laughs> and it's not because I like the sound of my own voice. I hate the sound of my own voice. No, I talk I, all the time no, because I don't, I don't have no, a filter. I don't have a filter. No, you're passionate about this stuff. Movies, men Absolutely. advocating. Um, yeah, I, I get it. I understand it. Um, but that word, lonely, sticks hard with me. Absolutely. I think... I. I a show I would love to watch with you is called Piggy Blinders. I want to get it into that show so bad. So many great quotes. Do you actually want to start watching it after this podcast? Fuck yeah. It's on Netflix. Oh, fuck yeah. Don't you love how we're going to just send this out into the internet? Yes. The interwebs, and we're sitting here, hey, what do you want to do when this is done? Yeah, let's watch some Netflix. Cool. <laughs> But there's, I've seen a couple quotes, you know, and it's about this Shelby guy. I guess he's going through trauma. I don't, I've I, no, I, I have no idea. But there's some I love really, how they dress. It's filmed really well. Unfortunately, it's the last season six. It's over this year, but just. I, I feel like just from the clips I've seen on TikTok. It hits some hard stuff in, this, in the Absolutely, heart, in the right absolutely. From what I've seen on TikTok, the people that make it very much care about the show. And if they're ending it after season six, it's because they have gotten this show to a point where they can end it satisfying. Yeah. And that is good because there are there are studios that don't know how to do that. Yeah. Take the CW, for example... Cartoon Network? No. No, it's the ones that do, like, the live-action Flash in Arrow. Oh, That's okay. Like, what it, they don't know how to end things. Yeah. They, they don't. The last good season of The Flash was season three. They're going on to season eight. That's long. Yeah. They ended Arrow two seasons too late. I mean, you gotta know how to end it. You gotta learn how to tell a story, how to deliver the message. Because in every story, there is a message or a lesson. And then you gotta, after a while, you gotta give it a good tie of a bow and send it off. You have to be able to let things end. I mean, why do you think. <laughs> <laughs> you got a oh. <laughs> we broke it. I'm so sorry. Oh my, my god. <laughs> oh shit. It's shit, okay. Shit. Is it still going? Hello, recording, please, please. Hey, hey, so hey we're back. That. My left foot said, "Fuck you." <laughs> I am so sorry. 
if there was a couple moments of uh, Pure blank panic. space, because this guy accidentally disconnected our mics from the, the God, phone. I'm about to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Man just doesn't um, want this to end. No. Uh, what was I saying? I forgot. We were talking about how you got to be able to let things in. Yeah. <laughs> As he. Yes, sir, there it is. That was a very on theme <laughs> of you to do thing. D- d- stop. Just stop. Okay. <laughs> My God. Well, I mean, people don't like Harry Potter, right? That People don't like the Harry Potter franchise because... We're on book number 18. No, they like it because it told a story. The story started in one place and it ended in a different place. That's why people like the Harry Potter franchise. That's Mm -hmm. why people, that's why the Fantastic Beasts franchise that they're trying to launch has done so poorly. It hasn't done well. Mm -hmm. And it's because... There, there's no compelling story. There's, there. I like Fantastic Beasts. I did. I thought the movie was okay. It was okay. I wouldn't go buy it. Yeah. <laughs> but if I was flipping through channels and shit, if I was on a streaming service and I couldn't, didn't know what to. Watch and I was like, "Fuck it, play something random." And I play, and that's what popped on. I wouldn't click away. Mm-hmm. Same with the second one. In fact, I enjoyed the second one more than the first one because of Johnny Depp's performance performance in that movie. By the way, I will not be watching the third movie because I do not like that they that he lost that role. Mm-hmm. So I will not be watching that third movie. But yeah, the CW, much like me. Does not know how to let things in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I hate myself as well. Oh, stop. <laughs> oh, my chest hurts. Really? <laughs> my brain hurts. <laughs> oh. My life hurts. <laughs> everyone who's, oh, listening, everyone who's listening to this is gonna think I'm such an asshole. You're not wrong. No, but you're not. I'm not a good um, person. Man, what's talk about next? I don't know. Okay, here we go. Here's a question for you. <laughs> don't ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. We sound like <laughs> Um. Do you got a favorite beer yet? You're 21. I... I feel like you like Bud Light a lot. Not really. Do you got a favorite beer? I don't... That's the question we're going to ask. Okay, we can't be friends. No, stop. <laughs> I grabbed the beer bottle. It's empty already. There you go. Um, I'm not against drinking, obviously. We got... We got fucked up last night. And the, that was really fun. And so we started crying each other. Oh, so when Al and I start drinking, we start pouring our souls into each other. Like two... The, the perfect versions of Nick and I exist somewhere between three beers and six beers. We only had six? No, we had 12. Oh, damn. We each had 12 beers last night. And both of us beat. 
Yeah, we had a couple shots. He had two shots at least. I had three. I I enjoy whiskey more than I like beer. Really? It wasn't whiskey. It was bourbon. It was bourbon. And that's bourbon. You're good. You're good. Whatever. I learned that. I hard liquor. Yeah. It's hard liquor. Um. Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew's pretty good. Has come with a seltzer. You're kidding. But it only is in a couple states. Florida, Tennessee, and some other one. Of course I, it's in Florida. Of course <laughs> it's in Florida. And Tennessee. I, I saw a quote. I actually want to try it. it I, but it's only available in three fucking states. I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> I saw a quote from someone that I was... Someone that lived overseas... And it was like, America is the Florida of the world. I was like, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, don't get me wrong. If you could I love be, Florida. If you could be in any state, where would you be? Texas. Texas. How about you? Mississippi. Okay. Well, I'm there on the mighty Mississippi. I'm not sure. I like where I live. Florida. Colorado. Colorado. Oh, I love Texas. Also, real Yes, but why, where is... Give me a couple of examples of one Texas. Guns. Okay. No, that's a really big thing for me. Um, that's also something that's dumb. Everyone... Like, gun control... Oh, shit. Okay, can we go this back? This is just a controversial no, 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 no. episode. I know, I know. So let's talk about <laughs> Texas first, and then we can do guns. I like I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I like... You like trucks and guns. Texas has both. Yes. But then again, so does Colorado. Okay, but why... Give me really... To get into it, why do you like Texas? I don't know. I, I was able to visit my... One of my uncles lives in Texas. Okay. My dad's brother, Uncle Tom. Okay. Great guy. Shout out to you. <laughs> Even though I know he, there's no way, no way in hell he's listening to this. Um, but I got to visit him, and I, it, just a vibe. Texas is a vibe. I mean, yes, the seasons are hot. That's it. I'd That's like, all four seasons. I'd rather have it more than snow. Not not summer, winter, fall, spring. No, the seasons in Texas are just hot. Summer. It's no, not even summer. It's just, just hot. Summer all year long. No, it's just hot all year long. <laughs> Winter nice. in Texas is eighty degrees. Like I agree with Texas. I'm done with the snow. <laughs> Dude, fucking. We're gonna be at negative twelve tonight. Fuck you. Yeah, well, I'm living eighty degrees and I'm sweating my balls off. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I like the idea of being able to go out to Texas. Get a house and some land. Get, I don't even have to get cattle or horses. You or like anything. to be a rancher. I would love to be a rancher. So would I. I would love to do that. But it's not even that. I could get a house that I, I right. like. Just yeah. got a hiccup. Sorry, it's, guys. Yeah, I got a hiccup. My ribs do this weird thing where from time to time, if I breathe, it hurts. Stop breathing. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Um, that was a dark joke, I think. It was a very dark joke, but it's okay. <laughs> um, 
But my uncle that does live out there, he's a teacher. Poor guy. And on a teacher's salary, he affords, I think it's a four-bedroom house with a pool and a garage. It's a lot. Wow. I know his wife does, I, I don't know what his She's wife. probably going to count. She, I, I, I know she makes more money than he does. Okay. I want to see how much Texas land is. Um, I found a four-bed, three-bath house with about seven acres of land for about 300 Wow. Yeah. You can get an apartment in Denver for 300 The Oilers won. They beat L.A. Kings. Is that who Lightning. you're that, looking for? I wanted the Kings. Actually, no Oilers because they haven't won in a while. So, yeah. All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. I haven't talked about sports on here in a while. We got to see... We watched... I watched my Mac- first hockey uh-huh. game. Yes, you did. Yeah. And like, it wasn't my first time ever watching hockey. But just... But it was the first time in a long time, and it was my first time not being at the game that I watched it. Yeah. And it was fun, because I watched it... God, that was the sound of alcoholism. Hey. <laughs> it's okay, I drank half of those. Um, but it was fun because you are so passionate about hockey. I love hockey. It was hard for me to not share in your enthusiasm. $79,000 for two acres. That's an acre really good. $169,000 for 1.3 acres. Down in Huntsville. $1.2 million for three bedrooms and two baths on 127.85 acres. Yeah, that's a rich neighborhood. <laughs> $900,000 for two bed, two bath worth 1,200 square feet. $8,000 for 0.19 acres. Yeah! I live next to a pool. $10.7 million. $10.75. So I don't think five point four for five hundred. Okay, where in Texas are you looking then? It's closer to Dallas. Cheap. Sorry, I just want to see. Oh yeah. I believe you, but I want to see it with my own eyes. I don't. I don't, I doubt I could find it again. It's not the one I went and toured. For 10 acres, it's $50,000. That's really good. That is very good. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, no, Texas is probably where I'd want to be. Hmm. Okay, cool. That, and it's a Second Amendment state. Do you know what that is? They are okay with guns. It means they even... Basically, they are saying, hey, we are going to take the Constitution uh-huh. and the Bill of Rights and if you don't like that you can fuck off hmm. that's, that's, that's what they're taking and that's what they're saying because with all the gun control and everything Texas isn't having it interesting so that controversial episode mm. feeling yes. fucking salty Yes. Really? Couldn't tell. No. 
Mm. <laughs> He's smiling, by the way. Am I? Maybe not on the outside. <laughs> yeah. Uh. All right. I think that about sums us up. All right. At least for right now. Thanks for letting me have the podcast. Thank you for being on the podcast, and thank you for being the first guest on the podcast. Probably the only guest. Same with you. Uh, most mind. likely. But That's hey, right. we, we you never know. You never it know. It might be in the news tomorrow. <laughs> that would be insane. <laughs> Sit there and go, Trinity, what the fuck? <laughs> Two dumbasses and basement. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of everything sparks controversy. <laughs> God damn it. Trending. To yeah. elevate everything and then Joe Biden and then Russia. <laughs> All right. Uh, Russia. All right, guys. Well, that was a little bit of everything, as per usual. And by usual, I mean fucking the first time in, like, months. It's been close to three or four months since I've posted anything. Wow. It's been a while. Yeah. Good episode for me to post. I hope so it is. Uh, So, yeah, that was a little bit of everything. As per always, I was your host, Alan Moda. Once again, thank you to my best friend, Nick Walker. Plug your shit. Thank you so much. Um, you can always find me at Rocky Mountain Podcast on Spotify, anywhere podcasts are sold. Also, my second podcast is called The Walker Show. I've only, I've only uploaded one, so check that out. Again, thank you so much for letting me have you. <laughs> thank you for letting me be on your show. It was a blast. Oh, it was great. Also, you can find him on TikTok. Oh, Jesus. No, no, <laughs> Go find his TikTok. That's going to be interesting. You'll get to see what he looks like. You'll get to see what I look like. And then you can decide if we're just two average Joes or if we're full of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, find him on TikTok. Go up there and just Google Nick Walker. Nick Walker, 1999. There you go. And those are the social plugs. <laughs> 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 All right. Everybody, I hope you're live, laugh, loving. Have a good night.